Hi, everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast, where we talk about every single episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm joined by Chris Lewis today. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm really tired today. I'm struggling. I'm feeling great. I've slept well. I've been up for a bit. You look, honestly, so rested. I have, on, after the past like eight weeks I've had of like literally no rest. Mm-hmm. You were definitely bus, another club, another club, club. bus, B- bus, plane, club, mm-hmm. S- airport lounge, no sleep. club, no sleep, <laughs> less than no sleep. Yeah. Buying, getting hotel rooms for m- hundreds of dollars for no reason because I've lost keys. It's just. But I've slowed down, although I am going to D.C. this weekend to visit my friend Anne, and we're Mm -hmm. going to see Candace, and I don't know. Anne and I can really get up to some stuff, so I'm expecting no sleep tonight. Yeah, you will not be sleeping. No, I mean tomorrow. Tonight, I'm getting a good night's rest and then waking up and hitting. And, Chris, your skin's never looked better. Okay, I have a new moisturizer. (laughs) No, I'm, like, not even joking. So you know how I left all my potions and serums in Puerto Rico, and then I've been so busy mm-hmm. that I was like, fuck, I really, like, m- m- I've been set back for weeks already by, like, not taking them to New York for one night. Mm-hmm. And so I got my, I've been dealing with some old school serums I found in the back, and then I finally got to the store and got some new stuff. And this, this stuff is, I think, doing me right. Now, look, I also have a filter on. So I don't know no, if you're... No, but you ha- it's like a, you've got a glow to you. Yeah, no, this new moisturizer is great. I have a new exfoliate, exfoliator. Well, are you going to tell the people what it is? You know, I'd rather not. <laughs> okay. Where did you purchase it? Oh, you just did like CVS. I, but oh, I go okay. for like the Yeah, you can get it's. Although I do have like some moisturizers and things from like, you know, that is the one thing I will swipe up on an Instagram story for. Skincare is like if skincare a clothes yeah. it scares me too much. Yeah, but but a skincare I'm like sure. What's another thirty dollars for some cream that'll just ruin my life? I know because then your skin becomes like we talked about this. Like it's always the people that have never used skincare that have the best skin. It's always a man who's like soap and water. Yeah, it's like we started and now you can't stop. I know it's, it's sad. It's hell. Hell, but, I have a heavy filter on as well. I've, yeah, I've got quite a filter and a ring light going. So when you said, I was like, I don't know that that's me. <laughs> no, I mean, but you look amazing. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? We are so close to the crown. In fact, by the time I think this reaches them, I think we'll be on happen. crown release week, I think. Because I, I think, think the so. finale comes out next week. We'll be actually on crown day when this comes out. Are we going to talk about The Crown on here? You know, I guess this is as big a platform as any for people to tell us. Actually, it's not because we'll have recorded more episodes. So I'm sure you and I will have talked about The Crown and just yeah, not care. Yeah, but we probably will lightly touch on we'll it. We'll do a little a segment up top. It won't be a yeah. special episode just because The Crown is so intellectual and I don't think that's... That's not really us. Although we do get into some Wikipedias and some deep dives <laughs> and like, oh my God, who's that character? Yeah, do you think that's we're gonna true. see James again? That the hot redhead who's probably Harry's dad, Hewitt. Because we got oh. like a flash of him in season four, but I don't know that that affair went on long enough. I don't think it did. I so think we're no. definitely getting the gentleman she dated after. Well, you know, mm-hmm. who passed. 
Because she will be like, I don't know. Like, she's, guys, she's going to die. I don't know why we took Did, this Does she die this season? Yeah, she's not with us in the final season. Okay. I think. I love that the actress they chose, like, they're going out on her. Like, she, Oh, Elizabeth like, Debicki is one of my favorite actresses. It. She's 100 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Looks just like Diana in all the pictures. And I heard that she actually tried out for a role early on. Mm. And they were like, no, we're holding for Diana. Yeah, but they were like, we want you to come back. And she was like, all right. Like, I'm sure, like, by then they will absolutely not, like, remember me. Right. But they did circle back. Oh, I love those kind of stories. I know. I was listening to um, the Deep Dive podcast with June Day and Raphael and Jessica St. Clair. And they told the story. I love it. It's like my favorite. It's so calming and funny, and I love them so much. But, um, uh, Jessica was talking about how Bette Midler, um, not who I expected you to mention. <laughs> sorry, Bette Midler like pays for people like that work for her like to go to school like like she pays for them like to do all of that and I think that that's like so nice. No, what is the like, connection her... to Princess Diana? How did we get there? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, so dumb. I'm so tired. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, oh, they were talking about Princess Diana. <laughs> Bette Midler. No. <laughs> Noted royal family member, Bette Midler. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this is a perfect episode for you to be tired because what we're doing is not talking about Sex in the City, although I'm sure some of our questions will be. Um, mm-hmm. We're taking questions from the shorties and they've come out. They've come out, yeah. they've sent them. And just to get started, the number one question everyone wants to know is simply how we met. <laughs> the oh. worst question. Yeah, it's like in uh, history. I don't know. Do we want to tell people? Um Sam? Do you want to take the reins? <laughs> we met in well, speaking of June Day and Raphael, you know, thanks yeah. to the podcast Bitch Sesh, we were fans and we got up in that original Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> and for a while, we were flying high on that Facebook group. Oh my God, it was fun. I, it was the only time I've enjoyed being on Facebook. It was a really wild time. But just like Facebook is going to Facebook, but I, I'd say about six months in. The shit hit the fan and everyone lost their goddamn minds. Yeah. People yeah, were and that was like getting in homes. Right when Trump got elected, like people were not well. We, well. I think you're right. I do feel like we had one good full year in there and then yeah. Trump was elected and I think we all just lost our mind. And I want to say you and I were not perpetuating the bad behavior that was happening in that Facebook group. I was just like watching like, well, that's really crazy. I don't think we should be going into like... I don't think we should be applying for, like, nanny positions and going into Heather DeBrose home. That was so crazy. Like, someone went and, like, saw Heather DeBrose's house. Like, people were, like, it was super, super crazy. And I was just like, I don't know what's going on. But that's how you then decided, you know, to start your own little Instagram account and become a star. And I feel like I was one of your first, like, ten followers. You literally were. And then, then we slowly started to DM... And then, then we switched to text because you wanted to send me something that I don't think we can talk about because. Hold on, I'm gonna type it to you and then you can tell me if we can say it. 
Okay. No, no, I don't know where the chat is. Oh my god. Just text me. Oh yeah, text. <laughs> You're so dumb. Just text me. I am. I'm texting you right okay. now. So you sent me what I just texted you because you couldn't, there was no other avenue for you to send that to me. Okay, let's see. And we started texting. Oh, we can talk about that. Okay, so Sam, as being a Bravo account, had, got the Potomac trailer earlier. I got, like, footage of the fight. No, it was the between... full trailer. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I got it first, and so I was like, I have to send it to Chris, because I think it was season five, right? It was the fight season. It was the fight season. Um, I look like George Washington today. I am so fucking disgusting. <laughs> but so you sent that to me, and that began our texting relationship. Yes. And then they want to know how we... So it really was through, you know, bitch sesh, mm-hmm. the evils of social media, mm-hmm. and housewives, which is yeah. what's kept us together also. Yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah. And then one day we were texting about Sex in the City. Yeah, I was going to say the next question people wanted to know is, and then how'd you come to start shortcomings? I feel like we were texting about Sex in the City. Like, uh, yeah, the I was probably in my annual rewatch of The Affair. Mm-hmm. And I believe I sent you a picture of Chris Noth with mm-hmm. his thighs out. Mm-hmm. And you said legs to the wall. And I can achieve anything through the power of big thighs. Yeah, exactly. And and I think um, that's yes. the first time we mentioned Sex in the City to one another. And mm-hmm. then it just snowballed. And then we were like, oh, do you watch Gilmore Girls? Yes. Oh, do you do that? Yes. And then, I mean, we would have like long, long conversations about these things. you know. And we still do. That's what this podcast is. And we would make is. the joke like, oh my God, we should start a podcast. LOL. And then for some reason, our previous home, The Dip, was like, sure, and we had a very chaotic first meeting with them in which Sam was getting her hair done and her camera was mostly <laughs> off and she had foils in her hair. <laughs> and I was like trying to sell it as this intellectual curiosity like we were going to attach. And then we got on the mic and it just devolved into the madness you all get today. Yeah, it was really like I was like, listen, I have a hair appointment that I've had scheduled for months. I cannot miss it. Um, I will be getting my hair done during this meeting. I was and they greenlit it. So And they did. They were like, this sounds great. I and shout like, out to Herdat for picking us up and letting us continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, giving us a home, you know? All right, let's get into some more general questions or specific okay. questions from our email. <laughs> What's the email? Shortcomingspodcast at gmail.com. Okay. <laughs> Don't <laughs> forget you. it. Please do not forget it. And this is quite a shocking first question from Meg Russell. Because this is a Mary Shag kill from three different universes. Trey McDougal, Jess Mariano, and Mauricio Umansky. Shag, Mary, kill. My God. I'm ready right up the top. Do you need to think? Yeah, I know. Um, Okay, go ahead. Kill Mauricio. Okay, I knew it. Shag, Trey, and Mary Jess. But Trey can't shag you um he can eventually you're just you're living we just watched the finale baby cock-a-doodle-loo that cock is up that the sails he is pulling into the harbor yeah the schooner is working <laughs> john thomas is in town the, sco- the schooner is is up um so who do you got i hate to do this uh-oh no <laughs> fuck you bitch go on 
I'm going to marry Mauricio. And I'm going to fuck Jess. Okay, I thought you were going to kill Jess. No! You're killing Trey? tight little body. Yeah. I love that the one I killed was the one who exists on this human. <laughs> this is a real person. When... <laughs> He's a father of multiple children. <laughs> He's a father of four. And this next question is, have we gotten our eyes on Sister Wives? I've never seen Sister Wives. What? Never seen a frame. Chris. Would I like it? would love it. That's also from Meg. Meg, should I watch Sister Wives? Well, spoiler. Do you want a spoiler? Well, I know that one of, we've lost a wife. We've lost a wife. Um, What channel does it even come on in? It's not Bravo, is it? Is it TLC? I can't do TLC. It's too devastating <laughs> what they've got going on over there. Although I, I watched one million hours of 90 Day Fiance during the pandemic. Me too. I was a TLC girly during the pandy. Like, I was watching Thousand Pound Sisters. I was watching what? Sister Wives. TLC watching... does not give a flying fuck. They will throw they... anybody up there. Hoarders. Like, they don't... If you got something... I used got, to like, watch a little Hoarders, obscure... like, ten years ago, like it was um, you... Rugrats. Like, it was, like, like, light and fun, easy television. Do you remember the show Intervention? Watched it after... I feel like I watched it hung over in college, like, slumped on the floor. I can't believe that that was, like, allowed to be shown. No, <laughs> um... Yeah, it does seem like it would break some, like, HIPAA rule violation. Just, like, exploiting these people. Like, it was, like, really dark. Yeah. Yeah. All right, looking at some other questions, we've got here from Kate Mueller. What are the most cringe things you two think passed during Gilmore Girls or the original Sex and the City series that rewatching now you think very differently about? Well, the entire episode Cockadoodle Do. Is she asking like what we watched? Like when, like we, when we rewatch, like, what is the most cringe the most from our cringe? current perspective, I think? Oh. In, in um, Sex and the City, I gotta say it's probably the trans storyline in Cockadoodle yeah, Do. It's beyond so cringe. Um, but also just like the the thing that makes me cringe in Gilmore Girls is when Paris tells Rory like that she had sex and Lorelai is like I got the good kid I don't like that now I'm gonna defend this from one perspective Please. I do think overall it is like not a very it's not a very good sentiment overall right for the mm-hmm. world to tie goodness to like sexuality mm-hmm. however. I do think it is an interesting character beat for Lorelai that regardless of her kind of hip, cool status, she still views value in Rory's quote-unquote virginity. So even though it's not progressive or right, I do feel like it is probably true to the way a mom might feel, Mm -hmm. and particularly one who got pregnant at 16 who probably has a lot of hang-ups about ensuring that Rory gets pregnant at the quote-unquote right time. Mm, okay. Does that I make mean, sense? I mean, I get it. No, it makes sense. No, but it's I do like, agree that it is a little cringy. Yeah, and, like every time I'm like, ooh. Yeah, like, and okay. it's an unexpected small moment of Lorelai behaving mm-hmm. like a real mom. Yeah. Um, um, and if I had to pick one from moment. Gilmore, I mean, it would probably be all the stuff with Emily's, like, casual racism. Like... Would you go back and watch oh, it? It's like, like with her, like with the house. maids, and mm-hmm. then like that stuff in the revival. Oh well, in the revival, the fat shaming, and that's like that came out in twenty six. Like we did know better. 
I don't remember that. At the beginning of summer, they're at the pool and they continually make jokes about a character named Back Fat Pat. And then we see Back Fat Pat and it's fully handled as like a visual joke. And that's like, we knew better. Like, I'm shook. Yeah, it's best left um, out of everyone's memory. Yeah, oh my god. All right, we've got another question from Lauren Smallwood, and this is um, a doozy of one. Oh, boy. What are your thoughts on being able to separate the art from the artist? Oh. And she's a librarian. Shout out to librarians. I work at the library. I work at Baltimore's library, and she's talking about it in context of Harry Potter. Oh. For me, it really comes down to my relationship to the individual piece of art. And, Mm -hmm. like, so I care deeply. Like, Harry Potter is really important to me. So while I detest J.K. Rowling's transphobia and think she's a fucking nut, Mm -hmm. I do still see value in Harry Potter and my relationship to it. There Mm -hmm. are other things where I'm like, we can just, like, okay, great, I don't ever need to see a Kevin Spacey movie. Like, he is not an important artist to me. Well, the problem with him is also he's just an actor, so he tends to show up in things. Like, you're watching Mm -hmm. something, you're like, oh, there he is. But yeah. he's someone who I'm like, no, I don't need to ever watch The Usual Suspects again or The House of Cards. I'm good. Right. So, it's, um, I think it's very subjective. Like, it's, like, very personal, you know? Like, if it depends, I think, on, like, your relationship to, like, the artist, like, to the art. Do um, you have an artist or piece of art that you still keep in your life even though the person is a disaster i mean there's one glaring one who's really in the news right now but i think we finally have all been like go away yeah mr you know who you mr you know who yeah speaking bring it back to harry potter yeah um i mean i will tell you like i don't love his music the same that i'm about to say (laughs) and we will not say his name i don't think he but i do but i do love a song by another problematic figure, and that song is Ignition. Who? R. Kelly. Oh, you can look. This is a vocal medium. You can't like whisper that. Mark. Um. Uh, I'm sorry. When Ignition, the remix comes on. Look. I shake my hips, tap my toes. I would never go and search. In fact, I don't think you can search. I don't even think you can find his music. I believe it's been scrubbed. That's what I mean. Like, so if you're just out and about and you hear it, you're like, you're kind of like, ooh. And that's kind of where we are with where I am with Michael Mm -hmm. Jackson. It's like, I don't ever search for his music, but if I'm out and PYT is on. I mean. I mean, my body, I'm only human. Right. (laughs) What do you want from us? But as for the other individual, um... That we are not naming, Mr. You-Know-Who. Um, yeah, I'm good on all asshole. of that. Like, yeah. I'm good on all of that. Then, no, Sam, I'm going to close this one just to you from Lauren okay. Smallwood. Okay. If you wanted to get someone into Bravo, what show and season would you tell them to watch? Oh, fuck. Abandoned Pump Rules. Really? Mm-hmm. DBR. Season mm-hmm. one? Season one. Not I think Housewives. it is the perfect intro to Bravo. Really? It's... You wouldn't go Housewives? Mm-mm. No. Because I don't think to the niche. first for Housewives. Well, here's the thing. If I was gonna tell anybody to watch Housewives, I'd be like, okay, you gotta watch New York, New York City. But then I'm like, but then what's Not season? Atlanta? 
I would, but that's a thing. Like, or Atlanta. I think Vanderpump Rules. Well, you know what I would say? I actually kind of agree with you because I feel like with Housewives, they're all so different. So, so different. it depends on the person. If and I was talking to someone who I find really funny and shady and kind of like, and frankly, really smart, I'd be like, you need to watch Atlanta. Mm-hmm. If I was talking to someone who's kind of like wild and weird, I'd be like, Roni, you go for, for sure. you go You'll for Housewives. It. The Vanderpump, I just think, would capture not anything. It's the most uni- It's almost universal in that kind of what the fuck's going on with these twenty-year-olds mm-hmm. who are actually fifty. Right. right, and their apartments. They can't yeah. run the microwave and the AC at the same time. They're poor. No, I agree. Actually, there the is something kind of universally appealing in its disgust mm-hmm. about VPR. And that's another thing, like, when people DM me and they tell me, oh, my God, I'm going through a breakup, I'm going through such a hard time, what should I do? I always tell them, I'm like, watch Vanderpump Rules. They'll make you feel better about your life. And I just realized I've been saying people's full names, and I'm not sure if they... <laughs> you know, I was wondering about that. <laughs> like, I could I could have, like, I don't need to, like, I, I'm like, your social security is yeah. also... <laughs> this one's from one of my internet besties and a great shorty, Trisha, and it's a tough question. Oh, boy. What, what is, is hands down the most spontaneously irresponsible thing you've ever done? Spontaneously irresponsible? Just off the cuff. Like, you just... I mean, I flashed to, like, nine million mistakes. Tell me one. <sighs> I'm trying to think, like, what am I... Like, I tell you oh, all of them online. Um, I flashed someone. I what? I flashed someone. Do you? Um, but do you regret picture. that? Um, I think it was irresponsible because I allowed them to take a photo. Oh, okay, great. Yep. Well, was your face covered by your shirt? Nope. Okay, yeah, then that's pretty mm-hmm. big. I would also feel like... Yeah. I mean, I well, think... can my... I give backstory? Sure, of course. This is our podcast. So, I was at U of M. It was, we were partying, and we were waiting to take the bus to somewhere. Mm-hmm. And we're, it's like a bunch of college kids. Like we're all, obviously I did not go to U of M. I'm not smart. But um, these like guys came up to me and my friends and they were like, hey, like we're doing a scavenger. <laughs> we're doing a scavenger hunt. <gasps> Bitch, they were not doing a scavenger hunt. <laughs> we're doing a scavenger hunt. And um, on one of the things, like it's, we have to get like a picture of boobs. And I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, and girl. Like, Flash them my boobs. They took a photo <gasps> on their phone. Oh, and then I was like, whatever. And then the next morning, my friend and I are walking to, like, get food at the hall or whatever. And we were, like, laughing. And I'm like, oh, my God, wouldn't it be so crazy if, like, we saw those guys? Literally, I'm not joking. As I'm saying that, these two guys walk by me and they go, hey, thanks for last night. And I was like, oh, you're welcome. Were they gorgeous? Um, this was 2010. Mm, no. Um, this was also 2010, so I think the phone is, like, no longer. The photo is gone. It's not like it would be today, Fingers you know? crossed. Yeah, it was really... It's a wild moment. I, you know, I feel like most of mine would be something surrounding engaging in my anger back before I had it under control... And just really flipping the fuck out in a way that, like, ruined friendships. What did you do? I mean, I mean I've mean, i just really gone after people in ways that are, like, I've gotten into massive fights with friends, strangers. 
and then like just always like five seconds later bouncing through like hey guys and they're like we're still in the wreck of what you left like the wreckage of my presence and i'm just still like and i'm like guys i got it out i don't know what you i'm ready to go so something around my anger or probably just like I mean, I definitely dated men for, though, though that's not spontaneous, like dating men for right. too long. I mean, I, I, I think ultimately, though, outside of my anger, I am not a spontaneous person. It's that's kind, what I mean. I'm really not either. Like, for the most part, I am very, like, even within my mania, like to keep it very organized. Yeah. I'm the only person who, like, has every event I've ever been to, even if I, like, blacked out at it on my calendar. Yeah. I mean, I just am not a very spontaneous person. Then also from Trisha, what other podcast are we into and what are the most annoying things podcasters do, even if we're guilty of them? Well, you love the deep dive. I love the deep dive. Um, I'm going to just open up my podcast and see what I've got here. I love the deep dive. Well, I love Hot Off the Mess. (laughs) I don't miss an episode. You're so funny. Um... Let's see. What do I got here? Well, of course, I loved Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino. I'm obsessed with that podcast. Hmm. Seems I'm subscribed to a lot of podcasts I don't really listen to. Me too. I'm also discovering that as well. Because <laughs> there was podcasts on here that like I used to listen to. Yeah. That I, I mean, like, I still listen to podcast. Bitch Sesh. Oh, you do? Yeah, I know probably you can't. Talking about Bravo, it can, can be hard. I, I don't know. listen to any Bravo podcasts. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Reasonably Shady, Giselle and um, Robin's podcast. <gasps> love. Carlos King has a great podcast. He's a great um, episode. You know what podcast I really love? What? Deja the View. Oh. It's my yeah. favorite podcast and my favorite Instagram You account. love um, La, La Colster, Culturista? Yeah, I love... You, you, it, it, yes. Yeah. No, I love La, Las Colch. Mm-hmm. I love We Stand Together. Shout out to Lauren and Caitlin. They're pals. And um, my friends Abby and Bree have a great Grey's Anatomy podcast called The On Call Room. The On Call Room podcast. And it's great because if you're like us, like me, still in the muck... Of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, you, the way that you still ride for this show. Oh, I don't so ride for it. I will oh, actively you do. say it's awful. I'm just current on Grey's. Is Meredith done? Like, is um, she going to be done She is appearing in eight season? of the 24 episodes this season. So she's done. She's had And then it. I think maybe next season she's probably going to do two. Like, I don't know what's going on. Let it in, okay. please. But those are the podcasts. And I don't really know what other podcasts do that now make me, that like, annoy me. Um, I'm more cognizant of audio now. For sure. I never cared. And now I'm like very like aware of it. Um, also, what else? I don't know. Like, It's I actually just... made me less judgmental of like if there's a mistake or people do, or they don't like if they don't remember something or they may or if someone says yes. like, like when you and I will say, oh, yeah. And then Samantha did this and we're talking about another episode by accident. Mm-hmm. When that happens on other podcasts, I'm like, I get it now. Like, it's not. No, I know. People don't or, have like, researchers popping in. Right. We We don't. No, we barely have our own brains. Sorry, I almost threw up. (laughs) I just had a burp. I'm drinking quite a lot of seltzer water this morning. This episode's unhinged. This is up there with that one where we just named famous people. Oh, and who they would be. 
Oh, but I think the shorties like when we go off the rails. Chris, I'm not even on the rails. Like, (laughs) I'm not even near the rails. Well, I like this one. What's our drink of choice? You know what mine is after spending a few days with me. Yes. Margaritas. Um, Yeah, you love margarita. It's the most basic thing about me. You love I'll order a margarita on vacation at any given time of day. It's like 10 a.m. I'll have some eggs and a marg. What kind do you like? Like, do you have like a specific kind? I love a spicy margarita. I like a spicy mezcalita if I can have it. So just a Mm. margarita made with mezcal. And instead of the salt on the rim, I like it mixed in. Interesting. Do you like a Corona Rita? Is that when you're drinking it and then the Corona? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I'm not a Darby. <laughs> corona lights. Yeah. Um, What's your drink of choice? drink of choice. Alcoholic. Yeah. I'm assuming we're talking about. Um, oh, my drink of choice out of that is a full fat fountain Coke. Same. That's what I was going to say. Um, but no, my drink of choice. <sighs> Do you even have really one? You're not really a drinker. Not really. Like, I I just kind of drink whatever. I love a glass of wine. Yeah. I mean, you know me. I'll have a glass of natural orange wine. I love a chilled white wine. Because I'm a basic Basic bitch. bitch. (laughs) All right. This one's from Robin Kirkpatrick. And here I am again. Although, like, these guys. Wait. Actually, 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 I love a Paloma. Thank you. (sighs) Palomas are great. One of the best drinks. Yeah, tequila, grapefruit, delish, delish. Oh, amazing. I'm having a sparkling grapefruit um, drink right now, but apparently it's caffeinated. It's wild. Never heard of such a thing. (laughs) What's the next one? This is from Robin Kirkpatrick, and she wants to know if we listen to any other Sex in the City podcasts. And she she binges so many. And she says it's like a masterclass in Sex in the City Insight, and I'm hoping she means our podcast is like a masterclass. I'm going to take it that way, and no, I don't. Um, I didn't really before, though, either. Never. Although, never shout did. out to the, the only... Every Outfit girlies. I love their Instagram account, but, love. you know, much like you were saying about I Bravo, follow... I don't want to get in the No, weeds. yeah, you don't want to get it in your head. And, like, um, I do follow a lot of, like, Sex and City Instagram accounts. No, just theirs. Like, ones that just literally post, like, screen grabs. Yeah. And I'm like, love that moment. Um, or outfits. I love the outfit girlies. You and I but... should probably post more about Sex and the City. I feel like, I feel really like it's the should. one thing we don't talk about online. That's very true. That's actually really weird. <laughs> we barely talk about this podcast on our Instagram. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, yeah. We're I'm always like, people will find it. You know, like, we don't need That's to. I don't want to shove too. it down their I'm throats. Like, <laughs> no, I know. I'm like, they find it, they find it. You know? Now, this one is from David Ryan. And it's quite a question. SJP once said she had thought that in another universe, the finale would be the audience finding out Charlotte, Miranda, and Samantha were not actually real people, but figments of Carrie's imagination. Almost like different attributes making up making up who she is as the whole. What the fuck? What are your thoughts on this? What? I, I can't even follow. <laughs> I can't follow. <laughs> so I guess he's saying that SJP once kind of posited that a potential ending for the original series would be that we find out that Charlotte, Samantha, and Miranda aren't real and in fact are a composite of her, Carrie, the I've writer. I've heard this. I've I could see this. in just like that ending like that. Because <laughs> shit's wild over there. Yeah. 
No, um, that's silly. Yeah, I... These are real women. The only thing that does that I wish we could figure out in the world of Sex and the City that I think somewhat relates to this is how Carrie is writing about them. Like, I've always thought that there is a world in which we find out that Samantha, Miranda, and Charlotte aren't their real names because Mm. we hear about them in the column. So, Mm -hmm. and perhaps she is using an alias. Like, she gives Big the respect of not really using his real name in the column. Yeah, she's throwing Charlotte under the bus every (laughs) week. But she's like, nope, you fucked And, like, are they okay with that? Right, we never really talk about that. never talk about that. That's a really good point. But at the beginning of the first movie, she does say something in the monologue, kind of like, over the years, my friends weren't just like my, they weren't counsel to me. They were also my meal ticket. So, she is aware that she uses their stories to make money but we don't know how their feelings are except that one time I believe in season one or early two where Charlotte says do not put this in your column and Charlotte and Carrie still does Carrie's a fucking mess she's the worst all right worst now let's shift over to because I and, and and guys by the way you fucking assholes I saw your little responses to me on Instagram about the fact that they're like, hope you're even able to find these questions. Oh, what? So we're shifting away from the email. I put up the question box and multiple responses were like, hope you can find these. Like, we're really praying for you, buddy. And look, it did take How does that me a, feel, Chris? Well, That's it took me a while to find them the first time. Day. No, it did. I don't think notifications is the place where they should live. Where should they live? Messages. But that's the point of having a question box is that they don't go to messages. They're all in one place. Oh. Yeah. That does make sense when you say it that way. (laughs) No, I'm no tech wizard, but. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the first one I've got here is from Princess. What I like about this is now I just get to read people's fun little Instagram handles. Okay. Princess Napslot says... Please do a Love is Blind episode together. We love mess. Well, guys, we already did that. You can go find it on the Hot of the Mess feed. Yeah, we covered um, the first seven episodes. And wow, wow, wow. Do you just want to give one sentence on how you're feeling Love is Blind season three? I hate them all. And I love them. Because they're truly getting me through these times, you know? Talk about, like, every... If you could count every negative, bad emotion and feeling and slice that in half to make up Mm -hmm. one full person... Yeah. That would be Love is Blind Season 3. It's just a bunch of wrecks running amok. It's awful, and none of them like each other. Like, I don't get this whole I'm in love thing, because they're clearly not in love. They have no real feelings for one another. It's very weird. And if Mm -hmm. they do have a real feeling, it's hatred. Yes. Now, I can't read this person's name because it's too many letters. Okay. Can we talk about how much we miss Wendy Williams? Every day. Every day. There was no like her, you know? Seems to keep teasing that a podcast is coming, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I keep seeing a lot about her, like, but I just don't know what's true, what's not true. Like, I just wish that people would leave her the fuck alone. Um, And I really was disappointed that Sherry Shepard would, like want to basically just like reboot the show and call it Sherry. I'm like, that's really weird. And here's the thing I have to say about that. First and foremost, Miss Wendy, there is truly no one else off the cuff that funny, that quick, can hold an audience in that way. 
I am very happy for Sherry to have a a television show. I Absolutely. love Sherry. She's a infamous and famous uh, View co-host. Mm-hmm. So I love all my View girls. Yeah. But? Michelle Collins is the only heir apparent to Wendy Williams. If we were going to do that, oh, she's the only person girl. who can sit in a chair and just talk off the cuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I want us to recontextualize, and I miss her, but I feel like because the show didn't end in her under the purview of the way it should have, mm-hmm. we're forgetting that. I think that show was on for like 13 years, and she was for, for 12 time. of them. That is incredibly successful. So to, like, we can... We can both mourn the fact that she's gone and also celebrate the fact that she had a pretty historic run for daytime television and was running the game for a long period. Wendy Williams, that was appointment television. I mean, it really was. And she's so, not only is she funny and witty, but the way that like she wasn't afraid to say something to someone's face. Like, Tell she would Sophia have a Bailey, you should on. be fired, right? <laughs> I mean, she looked at Dolores and said, you're black. And Dolores right? said, I'm not. And she said, I, I stand in my truth. Yeah, she was like, but you are, I think. Yeah. Or like, just also not being afraid to be canceled, to just no, really say whatever shit. she wants. Her apologies were wild. She was oh often racist and out of her mind. And yet she'd remember, just show up the next day and go. Remember that? Remember that? One like monologues she did and had like the guy in the back he looked like like a rapper and she was like describing him it like so early he died she was like he was shot (laughs) like she went on this monologue of like and got the audience involved they were like booing him and she was like well well he was murdered he was murdered (laughs) everyone was like wait what there were no one could wrap a story around like Wendy. I miss her. I miss that show every day. To be a fly on the wall of her and Anini Leaks like dinner. Honestly, I think my head would combust from chaos. Your little fly head, (laughs) you would combust. Combust. Now, my dear friend Caitlin says, what do you want to see in In Just Like That season two? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, a lot. I don't want to see no Brady. (laughs) All Um, right. That's your answer. No Brady. No, Brady, but, and just like that is such a wild ride of a show that, like, I don't even know what I want to see because I, they're going to give us some crazy shit. Like, never in my life would I have been like, oh, you know, I really want to see Miranda get fingered in a kitchen. I would have never thought that. But when we saw it, we but were we thrilled. Got it. I know. That's what I we think mean. more than anything, I just want more of the new, the new, the new characters, our new girls, and... And Che, I want more Dr. Nia Wallace, of course. Mm-hmm. And I'd love for us to create an event that brings everyone together, but then mm-hmm. also creates unexpected um, pairings. Right. Like, I liked when we all were together at the um, house painting, painting house. thing, but everyone paired off in very expected ways. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see Seema palling around with Charlotte. I want to see LTW with... Steve, <laughs> like yeah. just let's. Throw I do want to see Miranda slash Rambo in LA for like a day. A day. I'd like it to be ten seconds of an episode. Yeah, yeah just in and out. Christy Kayser says S A T C character Sun Moon and Rising. Hmm. Hmm. Like who we are. Yeah. Do you want to do each other? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. 
Oof. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think you pretty live as a Carrie. Yeah, that's my son. And then your moon remind me is how you feel? Or is how you're perceived? Oh, we gotta look that up. <laughs> moon and rising. No, I think your sun is how you feel, your moon is how you're perceived, and your rising is where you're going? The moon sign indicates the inner you, and your rising indicates the outer you. Okay, and what's your sun? Just like who you, where you are by your birthday. <laughs> the sun is like... Yeah, basically. So I think your you're moon a is like the most important. So I think you're a Carrie. Carrie, where are you headed? Where am I going? Like, what's my outer self? I think I'm a. Could triple you be Carrie. a triple Carrie? <laughs> I think you might be. That's what I mean. I'm like, not that complicated. Uh, yeah, I think I'm a triple Carrie. Yeah, I'm giving you triple Carrie. Because I was like, wow, I was like. Carrie's definitely my son, and then I was like, no. my inner self is definitely a Carrie. And then I was like, my outer self, it's a Carrie. Yeah. You know, I'm nothing but consistent. Yes. What would you give me? Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm scared. And this is, are we just talking about the girlies? Or no, I think you can broaden out, but universe. I couldn't find anyone to broaden you out to. I'm just a Carrie. Yeah. That's who I am. <laughs> just if, the, if an answer is right in front of you, you got to take it. You, right. It was both. We, the look on our faces. It was like, why are we like, even batting these ideas yeah. around? <laughs> okay. Uh, Carrie going to carry. Carrie going to carry. Okay, let me think. Uh-oh. A Charlotte. Is definitely That's my your son. son. That's your son. Okay. Your son is definitely a Charlotte. You're, you're rising, so the outer you is an Anthony. Yes. And the inner you... Hmm. I don't really get the difference between the sun and the moon. <laughs> I don't really either. And <laughs> you and I are like astrology really people, about. and we're like, what I know, the fuck I'm does like, this even that mean? doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, okay. My because inner self... Me, is, okay, maybe I'll describe... My inner self, I would okay. describe my inner self as... Like, I think I present very, like, stable to the world. And mm-hmm. inner is just, like, emotions running crazy. You're a Rambo. Yeah. Like, you are craving some chai. But your outer self is such an Anthony with but such a hint Charlotte? of Charlotte. Charlotte's just kind of glazing over all of it. I like, think Charlotte maybe is we the need composed... to do some research <laughs> on basic <laughs> yeah, <maybe>. astrology. <laughs> no. No, so I think with Charlotte being your son, that's like who lords kind of, over me. Yes, like that is the the put together side people see. It's who you run as, and like, who's like keeping everybody in check. Like maybe yeah. keeping Anthony in check. Right, but then sometimes Anthony, that Anthony gonna that that rising is he's the only thing I was the only thing I would say that isn't fitting is like an. I feel like I have a little bit of that woman who fell out of the window. <laughs> oh, the woman smoking the cigarette? Yeah. Yeah, Just like for drunk sure. disaster. Yeah, she is your like Mercury. Yeah. You know, like she's she's, <laughs> she's in, in there. my chart she's in and chart. ready and willing to come out to play at any Anytime. Moment. Yeah. But I really just see myself as a Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. Now hit me with mine again. Charlotte Sun. Charlotte Sun. Anthony Moon. Anthony Rising. Rising. Rambo Moon. And not Miranda Rambo. 
we're getting Rambo. Because Mar- Rambo is also, like, true to herself. And that is something that I am. You do. Like, you do have you very strong convictions. I'm an immovable force about certain things. Most things. That is true. And you also love reality television trash. Oh. You love, you know, you Sitting eat at cake home. out of the garbage. Well, I do. I like fine dining. You would think dining. about it. <laughs> you would, no, but she does as well. That's true. Now, this one's from Squash Blossoms. Favorite okay. talk show host and why is it Wife Guy Colbert? So do you think she meant white guy Colbert or is a wife guy a, a, a new term that I don't know? Wife guy? Like those guys that you love who, guys? Who, who betrayed you? Right. No, I think she meant white. Okay. I don't think. It's um, a strange sentence. I don't think um, wife guy Colbert is the best um, talk show host. No. I mean, I have to go Who's Joy Behar. Okay. So we're talking talk show. We're not talking... Um, like radio yeah i think she is so no favorite and maybe i need to pick someone yeah and if i had to pick one of the late night people i wouldn't pick any of them no that's what i mean so none of them are hitting so i gotta go to daytime and give it to joy behar i gotta give it to hoda 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 makes me laugh she's a light light. she makes me laugh she makes me Mm -hmm. cry she makes me she's like a warm woman she broke up with her longtime Mm -hmm. boyfriend were they married no no I, I was devastated. I, I, someone told me, and I said, I, honestly, at this time, I cannot, like, hear that. I can't process that yeah. right now. I was not, it was so unexpected. Okay, a lot of people asking how we met. Oh, well. Will Miranda Jesus. and Dr. Nia Wallace date? Well, that was the original plan that they were going to get together. Do you think they're going to get together this season? I don't. I think, like, I think that, that we can't, like, that would just be too crazy. Oh. Carrie pissed herself in a Snapple bottle, and you're telling me that that is too crazy? I know, but I also love, and I know a lot of people, I'm learning a lot of people don't like her husband, Dr. Nia Wallace. I love him. I love that performer. I think that they just need to get to what's what. But um, I'll support anything. I guess at the end of the day, I just want better for Dr. Nia Wallace than Miranda. Than Rambo? Yeah. Well, this is a strange question. Okay. If Carrie got with John's character, would we see her at inauguration in a pea yellow colored Jackie O dress? I don't understand this question at all. Who's John? Slattery. John James Preston? Slattery. <sighs> that makes a lot more sense. No, I don't think Carrie would wear a pea yellow colored Jackie O dress, do you? Why is it pea colored? I don't know. Did Jackie O wear a pea yellow Oh, because he's. Pee, he pees on people. Okay, we that, are not with... We are actively... Like, <laughs> and look, I do want everyone to know that I had a meeting right before this. And so it was a... I didn't have the time to categorize or think about these questions. So these are like first blurt we're reading. Yeah, like you're getting your eyes on these for the first time. And you're hearing them through the prism of my confusion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, pea yellow color jacket. Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, why would it be pea colored? And then as I was saying it, I was like... Oh, because he pees. So honestly, I am going to say yes, she would. That would be a nice solution. Now that we get you what you're asking us, I think that would Mm -hmm. be lovely. Yeah, agreed. What would our death row meals be? I think mine would probably be a margarita, spicy as hell, a fresh fish that is in season, full, cooked by Dylan from Dylan's Oyster Cellar. You would eat that in prison? Hmm? You would eat a fish in prison? 
Well, I'm assuming the I, the meal's coming from outside. Is it cooked by the prison people? Do I have to work within the context of what prison cooks can make? No, it's, it's no, but just like imagining like someone in a cell like eating. A food. Oh, I assume I'm going like, to like a special room. Am I not? No, you eat it in your cell. Are you sure? I imagine there has to be for death row. No, there has to be a special room before they like zap no, you, don't they? No, no. <laughs> don't you sit on your bed and they bring it they to you. They don't even bring and... a, 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 a table? <laughs> no. I'm going to have to look this up. I don't think well, if that's the case, then I don't know. Just throw some McNuggets in my mouth. <laughs> I thought it was like a nice room with a white tablecloth. <laughs> nice room in prison on death row i mean i didn't think the walls would be lovely but i thought at least they had me like sit in like a room with a white tablecloth and they delivered the meal that did i you requested see that in a movie somewhere no i think i just did assumed... you watch like london falls down or something excuse me london <laughs> there's falls that, down there's a Dunstan movie with gerard in. butler and he's on death row and he like orders food and it like comes to him on like a white linen cloth. No, I've never seen that movie, but it does have the same concept. Hmm, but so why I'm are wrong. you believing that isn't true? So you I just can't imagine that. I think they wouldn't doing. have put that in that. I don't think so. These beautiful people are, film that I've never no, seen. No, these, these people are. Mm-mm, All I right. Don't so what so. would you have? I would have a Mc, uh, McDonald's, Fountain Coke. I would, I would have a bolognese. And I would have um, the butterscotch pudding from this restaurant nearby. All right. A lot of rude questions saying, am I going to be able to find these responses? <laughs> when will we be together in person again? Oh my God, I hope soon. Not at your birthday because I wasn't invited. That's so not fucking true. You were invited, just not at a timely manner. Yeah. Like, but maybe I could come to you for your birthday. Um, I don't like celebrating my birthday. Then I'll just come to you around the time of your birthday. Um, we'll have to talk about that off mic because I'm planning something, a trip. So I may not. Oh, I was like, are you planning a birthday party? No, no, God, no. I've given those up. Chris, do you work in the creative industries or did you study theater, TV, film? I consider my job creative, but it is not within the context of a creative industry. I work in fundraising um and i did technically study tv and film but through an academic lens not like i was never an actor clearly because you really are chris like you have the best voice you're so funny you're so smart like it's really crazy you could be please keep saying nice things about me (laughs) yeah (laughs) Then Maloof says, Chris, do people at work know you have a podcast? How, how would you feel if they listened? Now, Maloof, I'm worried you and I work together, and this is some kind of um, loaded question. So message me if we do. Um, no one knows at work that I have this podcast because I'm incredibly secretive as a Sagittarius. Very. And how would I feel if they listened? I, I don't give a shit. I don't really talk about anything about work on this podcast, so... It's not that you talk about work. That's Uh-oh. the problem, I think. Oh, oh, we, it would be you know, the things, things I like share. bald pussy. Wait, what did I... Excuse me? Remember when we talked about a bald, a bald I think pussy we cut that, didn't we? Did that go out to the world? I think it went out. Hmm. No, but I wouldn't care. Okay, good to know. Hottest Sex in the City scenes. 
I mean, it tasted like black cherries with Batrotsky and Carrie. Didn't we just say we found something really hot? Oh, Trey on the mm-hmm. golf course or the tennis court. That might be it. This there's not Sex in the City isn't a very sexy show. No, it's not. It's not sexy. It has a lot of sex in it, but I mean John Slattery appearing on screen. I know you find the Aiden reveal in season four very tantalizing. Yeah, I mean there's moments where like you're like, ooh, like that I don't think it's sexy. Yeah, it's I mean, I think Michael Patrick King famously said if you like your dick should go inward watching Sex in the City. It's like that the sex is embarrassing and awkward. It's not Yeah, like it's funny. It's not supposed to be sexy. I don't think. Now this is Monica Monica Cruz says, Can we get an episode reviewing the mirror has two faces with Barbara? I mean, it's, I love that movie, but I don't think I have anything. If we were going to review a Barbara movie, it'd probably be Funny Girl or The Way We Were. Or What's Up, yeah. Doc? I wouldn't start at The Mirror Has Two Faces. No, I think, yeah, we would have to start at Funny Girl. Now, this is, I think, to me, Sudden Death, Gilmore Girls or Grey's? Gilmore Girls. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Duh. I would erase all of Grey's to keep one episode of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. What's going to happen when this podcast ends? It's never going to end. I think we have a pretty definitive ending point. Well, I guess yeah, we don't I, know about it. But then like I that. feel like you and I will just go on. Will we? Will it be under a new auspice? I don't know what that means. Like, would we have a new name? Because they also are asking, would it have a new concept? Or would we I just pick know. a different show to re- re- talk about? I honestly don't know. At the end of the day, you know you and I, the dream is we would just sit and like open the newspaper like Regis and Kathy Lee and just talk. That's literally my dream. All right, let's find one good last question. Well, I like this one. They simply replied, I'm funny. No notes. Oh. Mm -hmm. You're very funny. A lot of people wanted us to talk about, oh, here's my friend Abby saying Derek Marker Jackson. Jackson, I'll keep, and the other two can go to hell, Abby. Who would play Samantha in a biopic from Keller Lauren? Now, I assume they mean you, because Kim Cattrall would play Samantha in the biopic of <laughs> Sex and the City. Yeah, I was like, hmm. Um, so Amanda Seyfried for you, right? You say, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. Who would play me in a biopic? Meryl. In blackface. <laughs> Um, I think the person that would play you, like, I don't really think. Mm. Michael B. Jordan. Kate You know, it's a lot. <laughs> I was thinking he would probably win an Oscar because, you know, he'd have to lose a lot. He'd have to, like, lose weight and then put on, like, a roly-poly midrift. Mm. <laughs> be upsetting. I don't want that for him. Is that a no. good place for us to end? It seems a little dark. No, I, I like it. <laughs> That's so upsetting. <laughs> that was the last thing for me to say. Probably. What an unhinged episode this was. Unhinged. I Sam's dying. She's literally falling asleep. I, <laughs> I, I do. I look like George Washington. I don't know what's going on with my hair. Slash face. 
but I loved all your questions. I wish we'd ended on a better one, but again, I was busy this morning, and if I had been able to build structure into this, we probably would have done a lot better, but... So I apologize to the shorties, but I love each and every one of you for sending these questions and for your kind reviews recently. And to those of you who hate us talking over the clips, we've gotten the note and we won't be doing that in season four. (laughs) Yeah, I love that you told me that note. um, On mic. (laughs) On mic right after I did it. Yeah, I was like... Not before. Gotta... I know, you were like, just, you were just letting me just ramble, and I was like, okay. Like, yeah, read that last night, forgot to fire off that text. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we will be back, I think, next week. We're not really taking a break, so then we'll start season four. I have no, oh God, well, that's a great opening, isn't it, with Carrie's birthday. Mm, Yes. Very excited to see her in the shower with her mascara running. One of my favorite moments. When she's scared of Charlotte. And she's like, I have no desire to be around people right now. Feel that girl. Absolutely. Well, have a great birthday weekend, Sam. Thank you. We'll hear a recap of it soon. And um, bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.